Trigger warning. Some people may find topics discussed in this episode difficult. Please proceed with caution. Cults, coercion, and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the world of cult kids episode 52 of frankie files podcast i'm your host frankie tease it's fourth tuesday focusing on adult children of cults i'll be covering the story of cult kid ricky rodriguez son born into the children of god the family international A second reminder, this will be a very hot topic regarding suicide and other abuse of children. Please proceed with caution. The story of Ricky Rodriguez, named Davidito, is particularly unsettling. This true crime is hard to take because it was perpetrated by his own mother, Karen Zerbe. She's the co-leader of Family International at the time. She's now the sole leader after her husband, the founder, died. Together, they encouraged pedophilia in the name of God. I'll be using a Rolling Stone article from 2005, along with xfamily.org, to tell the sordid tale. You may find it unbelievable, as many people find my story unbelievable. But I assure you, God, spirituality, is a great place for pedophiles to stretch their wings, and this story is no exception. Hold on, here we go, on this sad and destructive journey. The Children of God Family International is a religious sect originating in Huntington Beach, California, then relocating to Texas for even more freedom. David Berg was the founder. Now deceased, his wife Karen Zerbe is running the place for some time. According to the Rolling Stone article on David Ito by Peter Wilkinson, June 30, 2005, quote, sect life was rigidly structured. Mornings began with Bible study. A home leader then announced God's orders of the day, such as sweeping floors and cooking. Leaving the home for any reason required formal permission. Berg's goal was simple, absolute control. When he first met Karen Zerbe, before they were married, he ordered her to diet and change her hair and clothing. On Berg's command, some parents lived separately from their own children. Unbeknownst to most of his followers, however, Berg was not practicing what he preached. In the late spring of 1968, Berg's domineering mother, Virginia, had died. Virginia Berg had terrorized her son, viciously beating the youngster after discovering that a maid fondled his penis, and therefore threatening to castrate him as punishment for compulsive masturbating. Now, after years of repression, Berg's sexuality burst free, and the nature of the group was about to change forever. 
The catalyst was Karen Zerby. One of the children born from a flirty fishing romp with a non-church member was spawned by Karen Zerby. They said he was the Messiah. He would be the example to how all free love would be taught to children that are born in. David Ito had a nanny who made this happen while rearing him. It started before age two. David Ito wanted to make a statement after years of his pain. He made a goodbye video that's extremely famous, and that was on the last night of his life. Quote, that final Friday night in Tucson, Arizona, January 7th, 2005, the Messiah sat at the kitchen table wearing a maroon muscle shirt, sipping a beer. Sun 41's new album, Chuck, played in the background. It's a dark record. It set the mood Ricky Rodriguez wanted. As midnight approached in the one-bedroom dump on the south side of town, he had a good buzz working. Crowded on the table in front of Ricky was everything he needed. A Glock 40 caliber handgun, several high-capacity 13-round magazines, golden saber hollow-point bullets, a K-bar Marine Corps knife, an electrical drill, a soldering iron, a 775,000-volt stun gun, a large fork, a thick roll of duct tape, and a couple of gags. Those are visible in the video at xfamily.org. Duct tape wrapped around the drill's handle would muffle its mechanical whine. Ricky's dark hair was cut military short. The muscles in his arms bulged as he snapped bullets into magazines. Quote, this is my weapon of choice, Ricky said, picking up the K-bar knife and looking into the new video camera he'd set up to record the last night of his life. I only want it for one purpose. That's for taking out the scum, he said. For more efficient cutting, he'd filed the K-bar's blade. Angry as Ricky was, he also seemed relieved. Finally, he'd get some peace some revenge and expose his mother Karen Zerby, leader of one of the most secretive and destructive religious cults of the past 40 years at that time. The Children of God, known today as the Family International. For decades, the group has operated in the shadow around the world, bombarded with allegations that its members practice sexual and physical abuse in the name of God and engaged in organized pedophilia and incest. Zerby played a central and enthusiastic role in the abuse of young members. Ricky was chief among them, even going so far as to have sex with her own son when he was age 12. What I'm about to read is an excerpt of things David Ito said on his last day on the planet. After years of sexual abuse and exploitation, his pictures, descriptions of what was done to him, used as a scripture for the church. How humiliating. How can one overcome this? He could not. David Ito said, I've tried to get help. Every day. It's a little worse than the day before. 
I feel like every one of us who's left and in some way speaks out, tries to help somebody help ourselves, is a soldier. Because it's a war. It's a war on terror. These effers are the real terrorists. What about these perverts? Aren't they the real terrorists? Terrorizing little kids? Driving them to suicide? Isn't that like murdering them? Effing with their minds so much they can't go on? Isn't that like killing them? He said. This is war. It's a war on terror. The damage has been done. I have nightmares about the cult, he said. He spoke with his sister Davida. She has nightmares too at the night of being dragged out of bed at night to have sex with the leader, David Berg. My mom's going to pay. If I don't get her in this life, she's going to pay in the next life. Justice will be done. As Ricky speaks in this video, he gets extremely quiet and you can see the pain oozing from him. He speaks briefly about his intent using the gun on himself later that night. Drinking a beer, he shows the knife he will use to cut Sue's throat. Sue, his quote, nanny began sex with him as early as 14 months. Illustrations show on the website xfamily.org how to have sex and sex train your children with photos and praises to the Lord feeling no shame. He continues in this video, I've fainted in my mind and I can't find the smelling salts to wake myself up. I hope this video helps to understand where I'm coming from. It's going to feel good to do some damage. How cool would it be, he says, to go hunting for some of these child traffickers in, say, Indonesia, some of these hard-hit countries. They sure effed up our brains. They used us as slaves because that's what we were. Every last one of us, no matter how we were treated, just there for those sick effers' pleasure. The Frankie Files. A book called The Story of David Ito was famously a 762-page book published by the Family International in Spain, 1982, according to xfamily.org. It consisted of a compilation of a publication series known as the David Ito Letters, which were circulated from about 75 until 81. According to PubDex, 2,700 copies were printed and distributed to family homes around the world. It was intended to be an example of child rearing. The early years of the second generation were influenced by the style of child care in the book, and sexual liberties were a part of the second generation's childhood to varying degrees, depending on the commune. Without going into the whole book, I'd like to read just the chapters that were listed on xfamily.org. And that does include photos, which are really shocking that, you know, anything untoward is blurred out, but you can really see what they're going after. Excerpts from the story of David Ito. Play and progress. 
Nude nannies. Witnessing sex. Imitating sex with a three-month-old. Initiating sexual contact with adults. Filated by nannies. Advocating sex with children. Attempting sex with a 14-month-old. Advocating masturbating and filleting children in order to clean their penises. Fun and free play. Communion orgy. Daily sex. Sex with Sue Angela Smith, who is the woman he murdered in 2005. No sex on the plane. Foreskin. Bedwetting. Resenting the sight of his mother in orgies. While the stated intent was not to harm the children, the support for any avocation of pedophilia ultimately wrought harm to many children. The family later ordered this book to be heavily sanitized and eventually destroyed completely. In 1997, the family published a revised version titled Dito, His Early Years. Via xfamily.org, many books and writings of the family can be found. It's amazing, especially with all this material out there. Ricky's mother, Karen Zerby, is still in charge, and the Family International is still going. Fifty years later. Thousands of abused children. See our episode 18, an interview with a third-generation survivor from Children of God. I mean, when you look at how Davidito... Ricky became so determined to kill at least one of his abusers to make his statement. You have to really wonder why not. Though he had left five years ago, he put on a face of making amends in order to get close to the victim he killed. He wanted to show the world the monstrosity of the lifestyle children of God was living. Quote, the leader founder, David Berg, on applying the child care style espoused in the story of David Ito. He said, we have a little orgy now and then. We don't publicize it or do it in front of reporters, although we've had it in front of a few guests. As long as it's all in the family, why not? I haven't hidden David Ito. I have made him an example to the whole world. I don't try to hide it, Berg says. I don't deny it, and I encourage you to have the same freedom. David Ito's nanny, Sue, diaries, excerpt, sex, she says. Now, if I share with you some of David Ito's sexy experiences, this is from the book, will you try prayerfully and cautiously to benefit from the lessons learned and follow the Lord's leadings in possibly sharing the same kind of gentle love and fun without stumbling our little sheep. Sue went on to say, sex is a beautiful God-given wonderful part of the life we enjoy together and we'd love to share it with you as long as you don't use it as quote an occasion to the flesh quote and in some way that could actually harm or confuse the children. It's oftentimes the little ones who suffer through our big people's mistakes. Sue says, so we'll attempt to share a few of our experiences with you, not so that you will try and do exactly what we do, but because it's a part of little David's life story. 
Praise the Lord. Davidito is two years, four months. Quote, on the 28th of April, after nap time, Alfred, that's Sue's husband, Davidito and I, were all three loving up when Dito looked at me with those big, dreamy, canarian black eyes and said, Sarah, I yub you, pulled me down to kiss him, then pushed my head down to kiss some more. For a bouncing climax, he spoke out in excited foreign tongues. He sounded very gypsy, similar to Abraham. Afterwards, he lay in my arms to rest and even reached out to love Alfred around the neck, too, thanking him for sharing. <laughs> Three years and eight months, she states, quote, he actually became very fond of being with the other girls but had a funny little habit of wanting to close the doors whenever with them. Mommy said we need to get him accustomed to having his little sessions with the door open so he can learn more about what sharing is all about. Legal battles have been international and domestic, according to xfamily.org, from 1976 to 2000, and there is a list there involving hundreds of children. Clearly, more needs to happen with Karen Zerbe still free. To honor them, let's talk about a list of former Children of God members who have passed away. Abe Brenham jumped from a building. Robin Ann Van Biakarm, cancer. Andrew Parker, Angela Marilyn Smith, stabbed to death. Angela Miller, suicide. Ben Farnsworth, jumped from a building. Caleb David Shalander, suicide. Sharice Lloyd, kidney infection. Christina, suicide. Daniel Brinich, traffic accident. Daniel Fruman, suicide. Daniel Parker, Denise Borowick, daughter of Grand Borowick and Ilda Rivera, suicide. Derek Herrera, shot in Brazil. Donna K. Holling, stabbed to death. Iman, Emmanuel David Fruman, bronchopneumonia. Emmanuel Sullivan, Gabriel Adam Redstone, motorcycle accident. Hario Pinzon, shot to death. James Sullivan. Jean-Paul Maurice. Jeremy Martin. Johnny. Jonathan M. Michael, suicide. Jono, cancer. Josh Lickens, self-inflicted gunshot to the head. Juan Pablo Brandt. Julio McNeil, cancer. Katrina Angela Oler, auto accident. Christina Hope Noel, auto accident. Marina Grunghaig, Megan. Mary Jolene Berg, respiratory failure. Michael Pierset, Michael Sweeney. Nina Teresa Wickenheiser. Paul Brandt Berg. Piper Simmons, Rose Simmons, Sean Simmons, auto accident. Precious Heart Oler, auto accident. Rachel Marie Meyer, liver disease. Rick Dupu, 
international drug overdose. Ricky Rodriguez, self-inflicted gunshot to the head. River Phoenix, drug-induced heart failure. Ruth Ann Redstone, AIDS-related pneumonia. Ruth Frelman, metastasized breast cancer. Simon Novotny, self-inflicted gunshot to the head. Sharon Joy, Shiley Belvani, Sheba Bear, died of cancer. Show David, Stephen Philip Richard, Tracy Clive Alexander, suicide by hanging. Teresa Sarkozy, suicide. Victoria Luz Corkames, Levano, auto accident. Windy, overdose on malaria pills. Zion Horwitz, stabbed to death. Hug your child or loved one. And if you're an adult child of a cult, please stay. There are millions of us speaking up to end this utter madness, to spare future generations, and it's worth the fight. Thank you for listening to Frankie Files podcast. And always keep critical thinking. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com. If you're feeling down and no one's there to actually talk to, there is someone to talk to. Call the Suicide Prevention Hotline anytime. This will pass. Please know that many of us have survived these thoughts. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 anytime, day or night. There's a friendly person there that can remind you to value the life you have and that this too shall pass. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255 or search online, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you would like information on cults in the news, please join my new Substack, frankietees.substack.com. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com.